Hey, hey, welcome to the Unchained Sex Cast. I'm Sierra Booker, sex and intimacy coach and sex enthusiast. I'm about to make your life a lot spicier. I help people find their truths and live their desires shame free. My goal is to break the generational and cultural shame around sexuality and sex, all while helping make your sexual experiences with yourself, partner, significant other in your life, everything that you desire. I am full of resources and I am extremely straight to the point. So if you are ready for the unsugarcoated talks, I'll be covering everything under the birds and the bees, aka sex. Welcome to the Unchained Sex Cast. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Unchained Sex Cast. We're going to talk a little bit today about the patriarchy and why it is bad for everyone. You know, I have guys who make comments to me about being feminist. I have so many personal stories to share, I feel like. I feel like we all do, but I really wanted to do an episode that highlighted how patriarchy affects both men and women. We often hear about the problems and experiences that women have, females, but we really don't talk about men. And in reality, patriarchy is fucking bad for everyone, everyone involved. So I want to highlight a few today and maybe shed some light on some of these terms, terms that we don't really know a lot about we often are intimidated by. And so I love to take terms, obviously, and blow an episode up about one or talk about it so that people can have just a different point of view and maybe approach it with a different perspective. So if there's anything you ever want me to cover, I love it when you guys send me in requests. You know, I was able to add in a few for the end of this year, but if there's topics you want me to talk more about on my social, let me know. This one, I feel like this episode will probably get a ton of hits. Honestly, this is a topic you guys want more of and it makes me slightly nervous. I'm not going to lie. This is definitely an area where I'm going out of my comfort zone. Just a little bit at a time. I'm taking baby steps into it, but I've received a few topics that people have requested me talk more about and I'm like, listen, I, this is definitely the goal in mind, but I'm taking baby steps. So like bear with me. So like hold my hand as we go. and give me time on a few things. Uh, I'm a human too, and I have to process things, and I have to recharge and renew and refuel my energy, and I fuck up, and I have my own personal emotions that I have to go with and feelings and personal life, so hold my hand as we go through things together. Know that I will definitely be getting bolder and bolder on a few topics. Let's talk a little bit first about how patriarchy affects men, and then of course we'll touch a little bit on how it affects women. So first off, this is very much conditioning taught at a young age. Um, Little boys are taught, boys are taught to be pressured and to be masculine at, at very young age. You know, a lot of the time we're saying things to them and doing things that we've just always heard and that's just what we've always done and we don't really think about the deeper meaning. And so when we look at those things, it really starts to stand out. And one of the things is the pressure to be masculine and hide your feelings. How many guys have said whenever they were younger, someone in their family, whether it was their father, whether it was a grandpa, who uncle, whoever it was, someone in their family had told them at some point, boys don't cry, wipe your tears away. Boys don't cry, like shut up, man up, hide your feelings. Pink is a girl's color. Only girls cry. You know, you don't play with dolls. How many guys had heard something like that growing up? 
up. This is this is toxic masculinity starting to be taught at such a young age. It's just raindropping into our young children and we don't even think about it. And so all of these things have a negative effect and what it does is it invalidates their feelings. It invalidates young boys' feelings. It makes them hide themselves from their true emotions. Is any of this shit sounding familiar? I should probably give like a trigger warning on this episode because this is very touchy for a lot of people. And if if you're hearing this for the first time, it can be kind of heavy. So if you need to pause me and come back, then do what you need to do for yourself. But this is one of the things that we need to be talking about. You know, boy moms, what we're, how we're raising boys is so important. So now on the other side, how many men I have worked with and seen and clients and just people and friends and like meeting people around and everyone and people that I've gotten close with and just hearing stories, how many issues are from men not being able to express their true emotions. And part of it is because this is a deep-seated issue that goes all the way back to childhood. Like we're talking, this is masculinity that has been toxically taught. This is toxic masculinity that was taught at a young age and it takes time to to work through these things. Now, there is hope. You can work through these things. Once you become aware of them, you can start your journey to healing yourself and, and stepping into your truths as who you are as a person. A lot of the time, men will have a hard time expressing their true emotions because their whole lives, they've never been validated on how they feel. You're not allowed to cry. You know, and even if you didn't have anybody that specifically said these things to you when you were younger, society and culture has put it on you, <laughs> right? Because we see it in advertising. We see it on the TV. We see it in movies like man up, be a man, be tough. Like we see all of this toxic masculinity everywhere. It's everywhere. So it's not just our upper generations to blame. You know, I know that the people who raised me did the best that they could with what they were given. And that is what I encourage my clients to find in their upbringing. And it takes time and it takes work, but working through these areas are definitely things you don't have to do alone. You don't have to do it alone. You know, hire a coach, hire a therapist who works directly with this type of work. But toxic masculinity is everywhere. And not only does it affect females and women, it affects our men, our young boys, our little boys, our school age boys. You know, this is stuff that we need to be talking out about. We need to make sure that we're we're changing our language. We're shifting from pink's just a girl's color and only girls cry. Man up. You should be tougher. We need to watch our language because language is everything and it only takes one time saying something to a kid and saying something to someone that can literally stay with them their entire life. Think of something that has stayed with you. Maybe it was somebody something said to you, you know, a statement, a compliment, maybe something negative, something that stayed with you for fucking years that you've clung on to. It only takes one time saying something to someone for it to impact their entire life. So changing our language and not buying into the fucking toxic masculinity that society is trying to just fucking cram down our throats, saying fuck the patriarch and starting to really dive into who you are as a person and finding your truths. You can do that. When I have male clients that have never been able to open up about their kinks or trust female partners, a lot of the time it stems from a time in their life that they were shamed. And it could be, you know, like some of the things that I mentioned, like pink's a girl's color and you don't play with dolls and things like that. It can also be like shame for their thoughts. So whether it's playing with dolls, crying or showing emotion or shamed for masturbating or touching themselves. I have seen in a handful of male clients them carrying shame from 
from being shamed by a partner or someone close to them or somebody that they had had a fling with. They had shamed them for touching themselves. Even just having a relationship, like I've had a handful of clients who have been an experienced shame for just touching themselves. I have had a mass amount of clients shamed for masturbating and wanting to masturbate. And you know, some of the stuff I've heard from toxic partners and uh, trigger warning because some of the things I might say or rattle off might be just very, some of the things are going to be unchained as usual. Um, But some of the things that I have heard clients and people say whenever it comes to being shamed for masturbating practices or wanting to have sex with yourself, which it's your body, you own it, you can have sex with it whenever you want. You have that permission. So whenever you hear comments from toxic partners and the the toxic masculinity that's being shoved around and improper sex education, I hear clients tell me things like that their partner had said to them, you're just a sex addict. You're just an addict. You have problems. You're sick. Like these are all things that I have actually had people tell me that their partner said to them. This is so toxic. And especially when it comes to masturbating and some of the other end might not seem so aggressive and nasty. Some of that toxic language might be the other end like, oh, ew, you want to masturbate? Why would you masturbate when you have me and being very self-centered. So that shame, you know, experiencing that once in your life is one thing, but continually allowing yourself to hear this shame is going to break an individual down. This is not normal. I want you to know if you're listening to this podcast right now and you've heard any of the things that I just said coming from a partner, I want you to know that that's not fucking normal and that's not okay. You are in control of your body. You are allowed to touch your body at any time. You are the one who has access to your body 24-7. You decide who you let in, not the other way around. No one has control over you. And this idea that marriage or being in a relationship makes you have control over the other person is what is literally fucking relationships to the ground right now. Like just putting it to their death. The patriarchy prevents men from speaking out. It prevents women from speaking out. Men are supposed to be physically strong and emotionless and women are taught to compare themselves to the ideal Barbie. When you don't fit the bill, which 90% of the world won't, we feel defeated, we lose touch with our bodies, we fall into depressive states, we have 55% divorce rates in the US. Need I say more on how the patriarchy is fucking everyone. I think talking a little bit more on guys, you know, it sets that standard of you must be physically strong, you must be emotionless, you must be the head of house, you must be this, this, this all the time. And when in reality, every single human has that masculine and a feminine energy and we need both of them to survive and we need both of them to thrive. And it does not matter what your gender is, you have this energy and a balance of this energy is important. They're never in touch with their femininity which is touching in with your emotions and expressing yourself and learning more about yourself and taking the work hat off and being at home and being intimate. Those are the feminine sides. And so men are unable to really tap into that. Patriarchy is used to create division, whether it is forcing the masculinity in men or causing division in females. That is all that it's made to do. The literal saying of our country, united we stand, divided we fall. United we stand, divided we fall. It's literally in our... It's in our country's history. That statement is 
everywhere. And yet we kind of ignore it. Patriarchy is used to create division. And when we're divided and we're working against each other and we're fighting each other and we're too busy focusing on that, then we really miss all the important stuff that's going on. So to talk a little bit more on patriarchy and how it affects women. Some of the biggest things that I want to talk about as far as conditioning and how this is integrated in a young girl's life. Being a young girl, you know, I've talked a little bit about the guys, but I was never a little boy once, you know, like I was never a little boy. I may have been the tomboy. I was definitely the tomboy in my family, but I've never been an actual little boy, but I have been a little girl and I can tell you exactly where the conditioning starts. It starts from a very young age. And I feel like my age range, it was a little bit heavier, but one of the biggest things that I remember is having weight loss advertisement all the time. You know, special case cereal, keeping you slim, slim fast. You need to drink slim fast for one meal a day. And all of the weight loss scams. I remember seeing my friends and people go through bulimia and anorexia. And I still know people to this day who are suffering from extreme cases of anorexia and eating disorders. And we're made to compare ourselves to other women. So not only are we taught to, from the very start, you need to fit the ideal Barbie size, which is making sure you have all this weight loss. It's definitely created a fat phobia culture as well, which is like a whole nother fucking episode that maybe I'll definitely do. (laughs) Started to So it started to mold us at a very young age at what the ideal female should be and look like and do and who is the ideal Barbie, you know, and what color is their skin and what is their hair and what do they do for a living? It started at a young age. We were encouraged to compare ourselves to that ideal figure. And if you didn't fit that ideal figure, then you were less than adequate. You weren't enough. Teaching this in females, not only did it really kill our self-worth and our self-care and how we love ourselves and how we are in touch with our femininity, but it's also made us in positions where we then compare ourselves to other females and the people around us. And let me just say, this is where it gets nasty. This is where it's the mean girls. Like the movie Mean Girls, this is exactly how it is in some real life. Guys, guys aren't nasty at all. Women, females, we get fucking nasty. We can be fucking vicious and girls can be mean and girls can be a lot more fucking craftier sometimes than men. Whenever we're made to be in comparison mode, we're then divided. When I was younger and growing up, I was definitely friends with a lot more guys than girls. I had very few girlfriends. Even into my early 20s, I had more guy friends than I did girlfriends. This definitely stems from a lot of reasons, but some of the main reasons were I had never felt that sisterhood or that connection with other women. Having a mother wound, I was unable to see that connection. You know, one of my best friends was like her mom and her were best friends. They were so close. They could tell each other everything. And I just didn't understand that. I didn't understand how that worked. I couldn't understand trusting other females. And so it created this mistrust in other females. And and I had a really hard time trusting any women. I definitely changed that world because I worked with a company that is 100% females and that is the majority of where I've been, but I struggled definitely for a long time and always wondered why I could get along with guys more than I could with women. And it was because of the trust when I was younger, not feeling like I could trust other women and that we need to compare and who has the better this and who is dressing in the better that and what did who say with who and like all the things that 
creates that division. At the end of the day, the patriarchy is used to create division, whether it's in men, whether it's in females, it doesn't matter. It's all working against us. I hope this gives you a little nugget into some of the programming and things and the ways that we are the way we are. I know this comes up a lot in coaching because whenever we start to talk about your kinks and your fantasies, if there's any shame around anything, it's going to come up. And that's a lot of the reason why people come to work with me is because I help you release that shame, not only mentally, but physically, because anything you're holding on to mentally, your body is also holding on to it too. If you have performance issues in the bedroom or you're struggling to orgasm, you're not sure if you've even orgasmed and you hold an enormous amount of shame in your mind, then I can tell you right now, your body is also holding that shame. And so some people come to me just to work on where to direct their thoughts, removing that shame mentally, removing that shame from your body and releasing it and letting it go to make space for all of the truths to really be there and to dive into your your fantasies and your kinks. Shame is there and shame is real. And this comes up a lot in coaching. And I think, (laughs) I didn't realize if this that this episode was going to be more on the shame and the patriarchy because I feel like it definitely was, but I wanted it to be more for patriarchy is bad for everyone. And I think, I feel like I did that, but it's also the shame that a lot of people experience stems back to things that we have blocked from our minds, things that we do not realize. Sometimes that comes up in coaching. I feel like this goes hand in hand and it needs to be talked about more because a lot of people just live with shame and they don't realize how heavy that it's been and how much it's been weighing them down. Just a little reminder, you are so deserving of loving, respectful relationships and people who give the same loving energy that you give and the amount of love that you give, you are worthy of receiving that back. Don't forget, we're all on the same team here because at the end of the day, we want to just feel safe and appreciated and loved. At the end of the day, that's all humans want is to be received to be seen and to be loved and appreciated. So don't forget, we're all on the same team. I hope you love this episode. If you did, please share it on your Instagram stories and tag me, inspired by Sierra, S-I-E-R-R-A. I would super appreciate it. I'll see you on our next episode. Much for listening to the Unchained Sex Cast. For more, please follow us on Instagram under the Unchained Sex Cast or my coaching page, Inspired by Sierra. If you feel inclined, please feel free to share us with your friends. This is not a sponsored podcast, so it is by word of mouth. If you liked us, loved us, wanted to review us, please take a second and do so, and we would super appreciate it to help us organically grow. Thanks again for catching the Unchained Sex Cast. We'll see you on our next episode.